chasing me down, yeah. Grace keeps chasing me down. I've seen Grace chase you down, Jaquiel. I've seen Grace chase you down. I've seen the times when Grace was chasing right after you, right? And it's going to continue. So everybody just say, Grace is chasing me. Can you say that? Grace is chasing me. All right, now. We're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today. So I'm going to ask you to let go of your Baptist self and put on your Pentecostal self for a minute, all right? What that means is you might want to shout. Anybody want to shout? You might want to say, grace is chasing me down. Exactly, from the rocks on high. Woo! And a little child shall lead them. I don't know if you noticed, but when you were a kid, you were far less reserved, and you were willing to shout about things, you were willing to laugh about things, you were willing to enjoy the grace of God in your life, and I'm hoping we can all be born again today and get young for a minute. Can we get young for a minute? Can we get young for a minute? Come on. It's all right. You can yell. You're, you're six feet away. You won't get any droplets on anybody. Just come on. We're going to get young today. There's a fabulous scripture that we're in right now. It's Acts chapter 5. Say Acts chapter 5. And Acts chapter 5 is a continuation of that infilling of the Holy Spirit that happened in Acts chapter 2. And Acts chapter 5 verse 12 says, Now many signs and wonders were done by the people through the apostles, and they were all together in Solomon's portico. And none of the rest dared to join them, but the people held them in high esteem. Scott and I were laughing about this scripture this morning. There's a lot of people that are just chicken. There are people who are wise, and there are people who are chicken. Can y'all say chicken? No, we are not chickens. We are to soar like eagles, my friends. Whatever the circumstance that is happening in the world, we were made to be like God. And I have to tell you, wisdom can go along with courage. You don't discount wisdom to be courageous. We must have both. Can you say both? All right, yet more than ever, believers were added to the Lord great numbers of both men and women, and so that they even carried out the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats in order that Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he came by. I mean, I don't know if anybody's ever wanted your shadow to hit them, but these people, they lined up so that Peter's shadow would fall upon them. And, and you know why? That word shadow, another one of the Greek translations is presence. Can you all say presence? Oh, how we need the presence of God right now on this day and in this season. Do I have an amen corner over there, Scott? Amen. So one of the things that we have been saying, oh God, would you, will you make your presence known in us? Will you make your presence known? It says a great number of people would gather from towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all cured. I got to tell you, we need some presence. We need to be people of presence. Can you all say presence? Yeah. What's really powerful about Acts chapter 5 is it's a fabulous juxtaposition because it starts out in the beginning, and I won't say all the words because we are many ages in this group, and I don't want, you know, you're, you know I don't want to have conversations at the dinner table tonight that I started. So I won't tell you all that happens, but there are people keeling over, right? And then later, they're being filled with the Spirit. Like in one chapter, you got terror and Healing. You got healing and healing. Oh, that's good. 
Write a rap about that, Jaquiel. They got healing and healing in Acts chapter 5. So what happens is, is that you have to say, all right, well, wait a minute. Well, what do I believe about God? If in these first verses I see people keeling over because they didn't give in an offering, and then you've got people getting healed that didn't do any good thing to deserve that healing. It's just, it's just Peter walking by. Right, Nina? She's already nodding. She's taking it. And this shadow, this presence made the difference. It made all the difference because it's the presence of Christ. It's the presence of Christ. There are people I love their presence. And when I'm with them, something happens in my soul. There are people that when I'm with them, my faith grows. When I'm with them, my, my wisdom grows. When, when I'm with them, sometimes my body gets healed. I, I can't even tell you, yeah, sorry, guys, you're not going to be able to follow me. So just whenever I'm out of the screen, don't worry. It's okay. And, and what I want to say is that there is something about Acts chapter 5 that if you're looking at it for literalism or pragmatism, you're not going to find what the Spirit is saying. Jesus said it this way. Jesus said, my words are spirit and life. Can you all say spirit and life? What's the opposite of that? Demonic and death. And I want my words to be spirit and life. Don't you? Don't you want the words of your mouth to be spirit and life? I got to tell you, some days it's not going as good as I'd like it to. And I might say something like on Thursday that I had to ask God to forgive me for on Thursday night when I went to bed. But I want to say that the scripture is there for our formation, that we actually are becoming like Christ. Sometimes I see people that will say, well, look at that and take that scripture and take that scripture, right? And what ends up happening is there's no spirit in life. It's not spirit in life. It might be literalism, but it's not spirit in life. And everybody who doesn't know what literalism is, it means like you're hair splitting. This is what this means, and so this is what always God does. What you, what you can't do is know what God always does. If you ever say God does it that way all the time, you haven't met my Jesus. Because sometimes God wakes me up in ways I would never have chosen. Sometimes God brings me through things I would never have asked for. But God has brought me through. And God has brought you through, my friends. See, Jesus is the best example, oh my gosh, right from the very get-go. In Luke chapter 3, when he comes up out of the waters of baptism, the Spirit comes upon him in the form of a dove. And then in chapter 4 of Luke, Jesus is filled with the Spirit. And that word right there means with perfect communication. Oh my gosh, wouldn't you love to be, not only have the Spirit come upon you, but have the Spirit in you where you have perfect communication with God. And you're not... You're not telling God what to do, but you're listening to God, right? That there's something God's doing in the first few verses of that chapter, and then God is doing something else in the last part of that chapter. Come on, preach it, right? And so here's what, here's what we know, is that the Spirit came upon Jesus, then the Spirit filled Jesus, and then the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness. So it comes upon, comes within, and then leads him. Don't you want to be led by the Holy Spirit? I got to tell you, I don't want to be led by anything else. I want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And then so he gets led into the wilderness. And then in verse 14 of 4, he gets filled and empowered for ministry. And then he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because. Can you all say because? What is your because? Why has the spirit filled you? 
Jesus knew what the spirit, what the filling for him was. It was because he was called to preach to the brokenhearted. That's what he said. The spirit is upon me because he has called me to preach to the brokenhearted. I know that's one of the main ministries that Sean and Kathleen have is because the spirit is upon them because they speak to the brokenhearted. And, you know, a lot of people want the anointing of somebody, but they don't want to go through what the somebody's went through to get the anointing. They got to do what they do. And the because is very important. Every one of us have a story of how the Holy Spirit has descended on us and filled us and led us and then empowered us, right? We need the Holy Spirit, my friends. Oh, my gosh. If you ever needed the Holy Spirit before, you need the Holy Spirit now. Because we can be led by false spirits. We can be led by fears and wars and rumors of wars. We must be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? I want an amen. Because if we ignore the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will not be the people God needs us to be right now. Oh, how we need the Holy Spirit. Can you just say that to yourself? I need the Holy Spirit. Even back in the Old Testament, 1 Samuel, you know, when Saul, he, he's, he becomes the king. They had judges before that. And, and God didn't want him to have a king because he knew you get involved in government, it's a mess. Does anybody want to say amen? You start doing politics instead of listening to the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, have mercy on us all. But they wanted a king. They wanted their king. So they got the king. They got the king Saul. And it started out all right because God actually put his spirit on Saul and it says he became a different man. And I have to tell you, I want to be a different woman. I want to be a different woman. I don't want it to happen one time. I want it to happen day by day by day. Like how can I become a person, a different person? Because there is from faith to faith and glory to glory, we are being transformed into the image of Christ. And the Spirit does the work in us, my friends. And we cannot rely on anything else. Like Paul said, he said, you know, Jesus said to him, my grace is sufficient for you and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. That word strength there is a word dynamis, not dunamis, that's another Greek word, but dynamis, which means inherent strength. Can you say inherent? It means you inherit that from God. You inherit strength from God to make it through. Yes, you do. It is God's idea. And in your weakness, most gladly, therefore, he says, I'd rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities and reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And you know what that word is? That's dinotos, which means imparted strength. It means a fresh impartation of the Spirit of God for strength when you need it. Anybody need that today? Does anybody need the strength of God today? I mean, every, every person should be nodding. You need the strength of God. I need the strength of God. These are perilous times, my friend, and the strength of God is what is going to carry us through. We will not be led by every wind of doctrine or by CNN or Fox News. We will be led by the Spirit of God because God says we will be given strength. You look up strength. Go ahead, do your own Bible study because I'm only supposed to talk for 10 minutes. 
Do your own Bible study. Look up words, strength in the Old Testament and new. You're going to find it means firm, resolute, prevail, powerful, arise, alert, brave, sustain, secure, mighty, powerful, able. Oh, my Lord, do we need that now. I need that now, my friends. We have this God in 826 of Romans that says this, the Spirit helps in our weaknesses, and the Spirit makes intercession for us with sighs. Thank you, Stacy. with sighs. When I was in Bible college, like mm, 40 years ago, something like that, um, yeah, I know, I'm really young. You know, do you know, do you guys have any idea, well, maybe 38 years ago, but do you guys know that when I was in uh, the Assembly of God Bible College, they taught us those sighs were the speaking in tongues. Now, I got to tell you, if you haven't asked for that gift, you should say to God, is that a gift I need? Because there have been times during this particular time in history that I have said, this is the hardest pastoring we've ever done, Scott. Like, I thought the hardest thing was when we planted the church and we left our home and we had 10 people and didn't know if we were going to get our, you know, if we were going to be able to buy bread. No, this is it right now. This has been the hardest time pastoring in our, it'll be 30 years next year that Scott and I have been the lead pastors here at Crossroads. It has been the hardest time. Not because you guys haven't been faithful financially. No, 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 no. No, because we feel a hit from this side and a hit from that side. And we have to say, oh God, our strength comes from you. And sometimes I just talk myself. Scott says he wakes up in the middle of the night, I'm speaking in tongues in my sleep. I'm glad about that. I need God's strength. That may not be the gift that God gives you. What is the gift? What is your because? What has God anointed you to do? Because God will give you strength because you're God's own. You have an inherent strength. You have an imparted strength. This is God's promise to you, my friends. So I got to tell you, you need to preach yourself happy, but that comes later in the book of Acts. Preach yourself happy. We need the Holy Spirit. If you begin to do a a study on the Holy Spirit, friends, you're going to find out this is what the Holy Spirit's name is through Scripture. Breath of the Almighty, Counselor, Comforter, Spirit of Counsel, Eternal Spirit, Spirit of Christ, Spirit of Glory, Spirit of Yahweh, Spirit of Grace, Spirit of Knowledge, Spirit, Good Spirit, Power of the, the Highest Spirit, spirit of adoption, the spirit of burning, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of prophecy, the spirit. Woo! Father, we just bless our EMTs. We pray for them. We pray all that they're doing today, Lord, you would bless them, make them healers, fill them with the Holy Spirit, we pray, that they would know their because as healers and that healing would flow through their hands. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. Anytime you hear an ambulance go by, remember that's a because. You know, God gives an imparted strength to people that do that work. Did you, I mean, if you don't do it, you're probably, you don't have that because. I would not do that work. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe I would if God told me that was my because. But I I just want to say, friends, we must know this spirit of God and how the spirit wants to work in us and through us. And, and if you are in any way bored in your faith, you, you just say to the Holy Spirit today, would you please wake me up? 
Wake me up with inherent strength. Wake me up with imparted strength. Wake me up with the Spirit. So Jesus said it this way, John 16, 7 in the Amplified, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, the comforter, the advocate, the intercessor, the counselor, the strengthener, and the standby will not come to you. But if I go, I will send the Holy Spirit to you to be in close fellowship with you. So I just want to say, I don't know, um, Ryan, will you come here for just a minute? So, so Ryan, just think about, like, stay six feet away. We don't want to get in trouble. Just think about the Holy Spirit who doesn't have to stay six feet away from you, right? And all that you're facing right now in your weird, weird, weird world of engineering and fathering and, and the things you're facing even coming up in this next quarter, you know, right? And so I know some of those things just because I'm in fellowship with you and your wife. So I, I can be praying for you. Do you know that Jesus is interceding for you right now? And that there is this, you are not alone. You're in close fellowship with him, Ryan. God knows exactly where you're going to go in February or whatever that month is. God knows exactly what's going to happen. You have an intercessor. And you know what, Ryan? I bet sometimes it feels like the weight of the world is on your back. Like, could you just kind of slump over for a minute? Like, you could feel the weight of the world. Do you know that the Spirit, no, don't look at me, the Spirit is your helper and will strengthen you, right? The Spirit, the Spirit is your comforter in moments where you just don't, you, you just, uh, you're trying to take care of everything with those little boys and, and I mean, of course, they're always perfect. And, and your wife and what they're facing in school and being in masks all day long. And, you know, you, and God would say, I want to strengthen you, Ryan. I want to strengthen you. I want to give you my spirit upon you, within you. I want to give you the ability to know your because, like what your because is right now, that I've anointed you to because of and so I just want to, let's everybody just open up your hands for a minute, all right? Or maybe you even want to stand up and just tell God where you need strength right now. You need the Holy Spirit. You need a fresh infilling. You need a fresh infilling. We thank God that there are people saying, praise God. Praise, we, we are so grateful that we're in the open air right now learning something. And that God, each person here is facing a different struggle. And I know some are sick in their bodies, and, and we bless our friends. We bless our friends that are sick in their body. We pray, God, because you love them, that you would bring what they need in this very moment. Those that are mourning today, uh, Lord, the, the Lynn family and the loss of their mom, we, we bless the Lynns, and we pray that you would be the capital C comforter for them. We pray for all of our teachers in the parking lot, for Seth and for Alicia and Rochelle and Amanda and, and Beth and all, all of our teachers, God. We bless them. We bless them. We pray that they would experience your help in their because, that they would actually know that they are walking and working with you in the anointing, God, that this is something you do, your spirit upon and within, and then you lead and empower them for the ministry that you've called them to. And God, I'm praying for gifts uh, for people, supernatural gifts, that God, we don't want to rely on the flesh right now. It's just not enough. It never has been, and there's times that it's more 
uh, clear than other times. And we're praying right now for supernatural gifts for the people in this, uh, within the sound of my voice, that we would be people who are able to lay hands on the sick or just let our shadow heal people, that we would have words of encouragement and tell people about their inherent strength and the imparted strength that comes. God, will you wake us up in our faith and let your Holy Spirit rain down on us? Oh, how we need you, Holy Spirit. Can you just tell God you need the Holy Spirit? Yes, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit, but there might be some upon things you need or leading things you need. And may God give all that is needed. We pray this. And we open up to it, God. I pray that gifts of the Spirit would be coming to people in their homes that are watching even right now. That there would be an impartation of your Spirit. Because we can't do this without you, nor do we want to. We want you, Holy Spirit, to lead and guide us in every moment. Holy Spirit, reign. No eye has seen, no ear, no ear has heard. 
God, that's what we're blessing our friends this week with, that there would be an open heaven and that everywhere they walk, everywhere they go, they would know their because and that you're anointing them because you're filling them with the spirit because you're giving them strength because of what they're called to do in this world. And God, we bless each and every person here. We bless farmlands and we bless classrooms and we bless business offices and we bless friendships and, and households and marriages and parenting. And we're praying that every day we just say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, today rain down, rain down, and that we remember to not only notice the filling that we've already received, but to ask to be led and to be empowered for what you've called us to do. We bless Crossroads Church and pray this will be the greatest hour we've ever experienced, the greatest hour we've ever known as your people filled with your spirit. And everybody said, amen, amen. We love you guys. Have an awesome spirit-filled week.